You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Friday, June 19th. A number of things on deck today. Looking forward to talking about Father's Day with uh, Father's Day being this weekend, as well as an upcoming Unconference. It's not a conference, it's an unconference. So thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for, for your support of the program. You can find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us today, the Reverend Jeff Hemmer. He's pastor of Bethany Lutheran Church in Fairview Heights, Illinois, and author of Man Up, The Quest for Masculinity from Concordia Publishing House. Pastor Hemmer, thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Good morning, Andy and Sarah. It's good to be with you guys. And congratulations to, I was I should include in your bio that uh, husband to one and father to, is it seven now? Is that right? Seven now, yeah. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. We just got home Wednesday evening from the hospital uh, after our seventh child, a boy, Theodore Gary Gregory, was born uh, on Tuesday evening. So, oh. well, congratulations. Thank you. And and uh, great timing, right before Father's Day, you get to really celebrate <laughs> Father's Day, uh, yeah. living out living out your vocation to the fullest. Uh, in your book, Man Up, you, you talk about um, God the Father and uh, a, a great portrait here in in uh, Man Up. Before we get into that, um, how is our confession of Jesus? also a confession of God the Father. When we're talking about Jesus and who he is, how is that also a confession about who God the Father is? Well, this is uh, an argument uh, that goes all the way back to um, the uh, the Council of Nicaea and the questions about who Jesus was and whether the Logos, the, the Word, is also eternal, just like the Father is eternal. And so the, uh, the Orthodox Church Fathers make the argument that for God to be eternally Father, then he must also have a Son who is eternally begotten. There's never a time when he is not. So Jesus is always, though he's not always Jesus, the Son of God always is, just as the Father always is. In the same way, uh, on Trinity Sunday, we confessed um, that the, the Father is not the Son, is not the Spirit, but they're all three co-equal, all three eternal. So what we say when, when we call Jesus the Son, we're also confessing of the first person of the Trinity that, that he is eternally Father. And it doesn't diminish his divinity to say that he has a Son who is eternally begotten from him, um, it doesn't diminish his divinity to say that, that the Son is of the same substance, divine, very God of very God, we say in the Nicene Creed, in the same way that, that the Father is divine. Mm-hmm. In what ways is, uh, is fatherhood a very important vocation? Well, fatherhood is an essential vocation. It's, it's so essential that it's, it's the pattern of the universe. Nowadays, the word patriarchy uh, is, is sort of a swear word, uh, and one of those things that sometimes Christians find themselves tripping all over themselves to apologize for. But patriarchy is really the, the pattern of the universe. The, the Creator identifies Himself as a father, 
And St. Paul makes this argument in Ephesians that because of him, all other fatherhood is named. Because of the eternal fatherhood, the, the patriarchal pattern of the universe, all other fathers are therefore named. So the family is, is a picture, then, of, of the cosmos, of the way in which God the Father lovingly rules and cares and exercises dominion over all things. He, he presses that pattern into the rest of creation, then. So the family becomes an icon for the larger patriarchy that, that everything is under under the headship and authority and loving dominion of God the Father himself. So so the father of the family then um, exercises his, his fatherly rule by doing everything within his power for the good of those entrusted to him. So patriarchy is, is, should be safe. It should be the, the most natural place for us to live, if we trust that our earthly fathers will treat us just like the heavenly father treats us. This is what, how Jesus teaches his disciples to pray, too. He says, if you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So by comparison, every earthly father, by comparison to the heavenly father, every earthly father is evil, and yet occupies a holy office, the office of, of Father, in, in using himself as an instrument for the good of, of wife and children entrusted to him. Hmm. So patriarchy and, and even dominion were never intended to be bad words or, or bad things, but really meant for the good of those, uh, for, for the service of others, to, to care for others. Right. We can mess anything up, um, but <laughs> just like you said, I mean, that's, that's the nature of what sinful people do. We take a good gift mm-hmm. and we can exploit it. So uh, a father could use his, his role sinfully um, and selfishly, but that's not how, how the Father, God the Father, rules over everything in, in the patriarchy of the cosmos. So really, that's just a call for earthly fathers to repent. And, and to do better in exercising their, their office of father. And you're right, the word dominion, too, um, is, is also not a swear word, though it often gets treated that way. Um, but it, it just means that man is put in the place of, of the dominus, the Lord himself, uh, and to exercise his care for creation um, is, the, is the dominical mandate given to him that he is to have dominion, um, but dominion is never exploitation, and dominion is never is never selfish. It means that everywhere Adam goes, creation flourishes under his care, or at least it should have. Hmm. Look at that. Etymology, Latin lesson, all in one, as we learned about fathers today. Never knew it. With just a, a couple of minutes left, uh, about three minutes here, Pastor, uh, the ways that God the Father is a, a, a portrait of... Uh, fatherhood or the perfect father that uh, that you share with us in your book, Man Up. Yeah, so what, what does a father do? Um, we, we learn what earthly fathers are called to do by, by peering into what the heavenly father does. And 
as a heavenly father. He disciplines his children in, in the truest sense of the word. That is, he teaches them, he instructs us, he gives us his word, um, and, and he teaches us his word, not just so that we can retain facts, but, but he gives us his word so that we might have faith. Um, his word, his law, gives, uh, leads us to repentance, his gospel, um, delivers to us Jesus. Um, he, he catechizes us in the word. He provides for us. Um, and so earthly fathers, just like the heavenly father provides for us, earthly fathers become an instrument by which they, they provide for us. Um, they, they shelter us. They feed us. They keep us safe. All these things are, are the pattern that, that God the Father um, has put into his creation and the way in which he continues to provide for us by means of our earthly fathers. So what about when I fail to, uh, to live up to that as a father, to live up to uh, this, this pattern that, that God the Father has laid out? Yeah, absolutely. When, not if, because we'll all fail. Not a single one of us will, will ever even hold a candle to the perfect fatherhood of God the Father. And so fathers, just like their children, um, need to receive the, the grace and mercy that comes only from the Heavenly Father himself. And so one of, one of the best things that, that fathers can do for their families is, is to model not just goodness and righteousness, but to model repentance. Um, to, to model confession, to, to be willing to ask forgiveness of those people that we sin against the, the most, and that will be our, our wife and our children, those with whom uh, we are in closest proximity and towards whom we have the highest, noblest calling of fatherhood. Uh, those are the people that we're going to hurt the worst when, when we fail. And so fathers uh, should be first in line uh, for for confessing their sins, they should model what it looks like, not not merely to be good, but to trust in Jesus for forgiveness. And that, that there's a goodness that comes from that, and a restoration uh, for fathers in our call to to provide and protect and and care for those entrusted to us. A restoration to those things that comes in receiving the forgiveness that that comes only from Jesus. Um, the eternal Son of, of the Heavenly Father, whom the Father has given on the cross. This is how we know that He loves us, right? That while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, the, the least godly, the anti-holy, uh, fathers who fail. And in His cross, then, we have, we have courage to do what we're called to do as fathers, because, because we have forgiveness, because all of our failures are, are there on the cross with Jesus and paid for. Amen. Well, Pastor, how will you be uh, spending Father's Day this weekend? Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do uh, right out of the gate on Father's Day is we're going to baptize little Theodore. Okay. So the, uh, the rest of the day, uh, the plans are uh, not quite fixed yet, um, but that, that much is certain. Uh, that we will we will begin the celebration of, of Father's Day um, by adding one more uh, child to the eternal fatherhood of, of God the Father, one more into his family by means of holy baptism. 
Thanks be to God. The Reverend Jeff Hammer, pastor of Bethany Lutheran Church, Fairview Heights, Illinois, author of Man Up, The Quest for Masculinity from Concordia Publishing House. Thanks so much for being our guest today on The Coffee Hour, Pastor Hammer. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And congratulations, too, to you and Mm -hmm. Mrs. Hammer. Thank you very much. Coming up in just a little bit more on The Coffee Hour, we're going to take a look at the UnConference coming up at uh, Concordia University, Chicago. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Oh,